Welcome to Integrative You Radio, hosted by Dr. Nick Carruthers and yours truly, Dr. Nicole Rivera. This is the place where you become limitless. We are covering the latest and greatest topics, of course, in a disruptive fashion around integrative medicine, mental health, and human behavior. We are also covering how those topics affect the human and family dynamics. We will be sprinkling in some truth bombs for our healthpreneurs so they can join us in our mission to evolve healthcare. If you are health curious and growth focused, you are in the right place. But buckle up because this is real, this is raw, and this is disruptive. This is Integrative You Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Integrative You Radio. I'm Dr. Nicole, and I am here with Dr. Nick. (laughs) (laughs) So today we are talking about a serious topic. And uh, I only say that because this is something that probably many of you are seeing and potentially experiencing. And we both felt really compelled to shed light on this topic beyond what some other people are are talking about. And more specifically is on social media, all different platforms, we've been seeing a lot of individuals, young, old, middle middle of the road that have quote unquote died suddenly. And I I use that term because this is exactly what's in the captions for people that are posting. And it's devastating to see some of these individuals that have lost their spouse, they've lost a child, they've lost a brother, they've lost a parent. And we really have to think about what is the catalyst here. And I know that, you know, some people out there will say that it's has to do with some of the medical interventions that have been rolled out over the past few years. But I want to widen the lens And I want to widen the lens to really think about what kicked off in 2020 and and what and what are the ramifications that we're seeing today. And really, one of the biggest things that I observed was the level of grief and loss about the current and the potential future. Individuals that were grieving the fact that they were not going to see loved ones. They were grieving the fact that they were potentially losing freedoms. They were potentially losing their job. They were losing their ability to make a living and take care of their family. And it was just such a a burdensome emotion to then compound the amount of fear that people were experiencing around, oh my gosh, am I going to get sick? Is my family going to get sick? And am I ever going to be able to shake someone's hand again? So when you take the combination of fear, grief, loss, that is the ultimate assault on our neurology and physiology. It's changing everything. It's catapulting 
our stress hormones to be off the charts. It's suppressing all of the hormones and pathways that are needed for us to breathe, rest, digest, have our heartbeat, have our brain think clearly. And there's just so much aftermath that we're seeing now from the fact that people were under chronic stress and some of those people haven't come out of it even still to this day. No, and it's just, I think one of the the big intentions for us to get across to people is to understand that, you know, in order to die suddenly, the body has to hit a threshold of it not functioning. And that comes down to, simply put, an amount of toxicity that it can't handle. And that toxicity can come physically, um, you know, physically in high doses of toxic stress. And, but it's also, you know, what we realize as being doctors is that it's the body is complex and it's a compounded amount of the stress that actually gets us to the breaking point. But it's the, the toxicity on the mental, the emotional, the spiritual, like that it's our systems have been under assault from everything that has Oh, yeah. Panned out over the you past know, few years. You can you can be eating food that's you know processed and full of chemicals. That's toxicity. Um, you know you're not allowed to go outside and to live congruent with your values. That's a toxicity stress onto the body. You just have negative thoughts and fears, like you're talking about in the future. That's negative toxicity that's affecting the nervous system, which is decreasing the ability for your organ systems to communicate. Like it's looking at all of the toxicities that we've been dealing with. And we're starting to see that, you know, we're dealing as a society whole with a lot of stress currently and in a lot of different forms. And it's allowing people to understand that it's all of the stress that's getting people to die suddenly. It's, we can't blame one thing, one thing that comes from the programming that you know, we can take one pill and we're going to heal. Like we want one simple answer, but life is not honestly that simple. I I really think that that hit the nail on the head and that's kind of what this is all about. And, you know, one point that I want to make is that when you look at books that have been written about some of the healthiest communities in the world, one of those books is called The Blue Zones. And it showcases a couple of communities in all different parts of the world that there are the most amount of centurions, aka people that have lived past 100 years old. And not only have they lived past 100, but they're they're thriving, they're healthy, they have no known conditions, they have no symptoms, they are, you know, they are not uh, on a feeding tube or anything like that. They're they're actually functioning very well in society and enjoying their lives. And the things that they found in those communities, well, one was there was community, <laughs> there was connection, there was collaboration, there was communication through bonding and quality time. There was still uh, a, lot, a lot of purpose, you know, oh, when yeah. you look at those communities. And that's one of the big things that gets removed um, connection with nature from people as they get older is like, you know, what are they continuing to give to society? Um, And, and those communities, like you said, like 
everybody's had a purpose yep. and their their purpose changed, you know, as they changed and got older, but they still served a purpose in allowing the community to function as a whole. Yeah. And, and that led them to being out in nature, you know, getting their hands dirty, doing some type of skill, doing physical activity and not necessarily, you know, corporate jobs behind a computer, you know, isolated with tons of blue light and, and everything else. So in the event to not fully derail, the point is, is that when you think about these essential things that allowed these individuals to thrive and live very long, abundant lives, that was what was taken from us. We were isolated. People were lonely. There are people that died alone in, in nursing homes. You know, we were, we, the only thing that we had accessibility to do was to drown ourselves in Netflix, movies, different forms of entertainment, video games. Don't forget liquor stores were open. Liquor stores were the only thing open. We're all under fucking stress. So we're like, all right, well, maybe that's a good option. So I don't lose my damn mind. You know, I don't personally know the statistics, but I can't even imagine what, uh, antidepressants, the you know how high that went up in that time period, and and then you know the only food that was available, there was no farmers markets. I know that even some of the farms that we were acquainted with, they were doing drop offs in our town, and they got penalized. They were reported, but you could go to Walmart and you can go to the big box stores to get your food, and you can also you know go to fast food joints like. I don't I don't care who you are but you have to look at that and say there's something really wrong with this picture. There's seriously something wrong with the fact that we were able to drown ourselves in entertainment, poison our brains through different propaganda. Literally, it's called TV programs because it's programming. And we also the main food that we had access to and drink was to further was toxic toxify our well-being and so now we are literally dealing with this era of of died suddenly but even beyond this i've talked about this many times in the past and i've said when someone has a massive rapid decline in their health there there was something that was the straw that broke the camel's back but there were things brewing in the background that were going unnoticed. And they were either going unnoticed because they were not getting the proper data, testing, or information about their body, or it was going unnoticed because they they were symptoms that became the normal. The symptoms of, oh, my stomach hurts, but it's only when I eat out. Oh, I have heart palpitations, but it's only when I'm stressed oh, I get migraines, but it's only when I didn't drink enough water. Like all the things that we normalize. And unfortunately, most people have symptoms nowadays. So we've normalized a lot of things. I can't believe that we've like normalized seizures. Oh, it just happens sometimes. Like what? Like, are you are you kidding me? And this is the world that we're living in. And we have to regain our critical thinking. We have to regain our common sense to say, no, this isn't normal. And there are so many people that are walking around with different things and they have no freaking idea that they are a ticking time bomb. I can't tell you how many individuals that I have done testing on that are walking around with blood clots. 
And if anything, they're walking around with an autoimmune condition that creates blood clots called antiphospholipid syndrome, and they have no idea. They're just told, oh, I have high blood pressure. Okay. Did anybody dig into why you have high blood pressure? No, I'm just on a blood pressure medication. And then it turns out that that's what's brewing in the background. So talk about you want to compound stress, you want to eat crappy food, sit around in fear, stress out of your mind. And is that condition going to get better or is it going to get worse? You know, and connecting the dots of what you were just saying is that most people don't have the data to really know where they are currently. And our quote unquote health system, medical system, it's really designed to keep you alive. That's it. And so when they do testing, they're not testing to figure out what's going on with you and to like how to optimize your function and performance in life. Like all they care about is that you're alive and that's their goal. And that's why cancer treatments, they, if there's a tumor on the brain, they'll radiate the brain and it's a win if they eradicate that tumor or that lesion. But if you have brain damage, that it's still a win. Yep. They're not caring about functionality. They're caring about just if you're alive or not. Exactly. So to realize this is that once we can actually get better testing, and there's a lot of testing that can be done to get this awareness, is that then we can see below, quote unquote, the waterline, below the, the rest of the iceberg that's literally there. And when we can see this, well, then we can prevent this died suddenly because the died suddenly was just that the body reached that threshold that it couldn't function anymore. And this is happening on like, you know, what you're talking about with people that we can look at and say like, yeah, you're not the healthiest. And we could assume that there's underlining conditions going on. But as we can see died suddenly, there's a lot of athletes that are out there that are dying suddenly. And you people talk about them like, well, they have to be crazy healthy. And it's like But that know. we that's the thing that I always find mesmerizing is what does that mean? Oh, but you look healthy. Because there are many women that are thin that, you know, maybe have a nice physique that they come to us and they're like, I haven't pooped in 3 weeks and my mental health is in the toilet and I'm depressed or I'm anxious. So I don't really know what people have created in their minds around what health is. And yeah, it's okay. It, it makes sense to presume that an athlete who is exercising, you know, 10 hours a day is is healthy. But there are a lot of athletes that they're burning calories so quickly. And, and I know that you were an athlete in school and I had many friends that were athletes and they had their like, they're carb loading pasta night right before a big game. And I was like, that just sounds odd. And they were after your Ironman. I was like going to say my diet was the worst when I was a triathlete, you know, until I realized. all. Oh, and stuff. all the gum, the, the goose, goose and, and all yeah. the things that you were using as fuel. And I remember when we went to your triathlon, the uh, the Ironman, which is, you know, the most intense thing on the planet, in my opinion. And. There were people, the one of the, they had Snickers bars in their little like packs in order to fuel up. And I was like, I, I don't know why anybody thought that that was a good quality fuel. But then in addition to that is they had, a lot of people had massive pharmaceuticals 
because they knew that they were going to reach a point that they were going to be in a lot a lot of pain um, or they were going to have some type of breakdown and they just wanted to numb to to power through. And so, you know, you think about that and it's like, okay, you look physically fit, but you know, what's going on on the inside? Yeah. And I mean, and for athletes, you did a podcast on this as well, but it's like, you know, what are you on all day long? You know, what's, are you on a turf field that's literally has all of the... Well, fortunately, these are going to be released back to back. So if you didn't listen to the one about golf courses, I should really call it fields in general because it, it applies to soccer fields and football fields and all of that. Yeah. I mean, every, and so many different turfs, you know, there's the golf courses and then there's all the synthetic turfs that, you know, football players, soccer players, all those different uh, athletes are on that, you know, you research it now and these athletes, if they're getting proper testing, they're all toxic and all these off-gassing chemicals. And, and pesticides and acaricides and rodent asides. And that's affecting the lymphatic system. That's affecting their cardiovascular system. And then you it's have... affecting their kidneys. You have another distress on that system and the body can't handle it. And then they drop. And you're like, but you look so healthy. Yeah. No, 100%. And, you know, and some of the other things that I want to shed light on is cancers. Cancers that if you go on to... I actually couldn't believe that this is actually on there. But... We have seen some massive correlations to CDC. That's, yeah, that's what she was saying. No, it it was uh, it's the American Cancer oh, Society. They CDC have well. a lot of information, like a lot of information about parasites being a cause to cancers. And I was totally floored when I actually saw that they had that on there because obviously that is not an active conversation that's being had when someone has that diagnosis. And if anything, most doctors are, are like, what are you even talking about? That has nothing to do with anything. And parasites are only if you go to a third world country. But there is major correlations to different cancers and parasite infections. But then also, if you really think logistically about what a tumor is, it is something that it is a growth that is encapsulating something harmful. This is why they say that biopsies are not always a great idea, because if you go to biopsy the tissue and you, you know, you puncture it or you create a minor rupture and that could potentially release, release whatever that tumor or that tissue is encapsulating. Your body is really, really freaking smart. And that is one of the reasons where stones come from, it, like kidney stones or nodules, thyroid nodules. Cysts. Cysts. It, it is literally encapsulating something that is harmful because your body knows what to do. But when it comes to cancer, it's just black and white. This is what it is. And these are the only treatment options. But, you know, if we are someone who's had reoccurring stones, reoccurring nodules, reoccurring cysts that are being removed, and we've never necessarily done anything to deal with toxicity or deal with parasite issues, then it's inevitable that we're going to get a more serious diagnosis at some point in time. And one of the ones that I feel so passionately about is these blood sugar issues. So many people are walking around with blood sugar issues and they don't eat anything in the morning. You know, they're not eating until they're starving mid-afternoon. And 
when they are eating, they're eating things out that are chock full of sugar. I would laugh hysterically. There's this guy that we both follow on TikTok and he's like, yeah, in in uh, in the U.S., everything you eat is essentially cake. He's like pizza is kind of like a salty cake. And he's pretty much saying that there's just sugar in everything. And there's sugar in the pizza doughs. There's sugar in cheese. There's sugar in milk. There's sugar in everything. And he's he's right. It's And it's because the government subsidizes sugar. And he's like, so you might think that that means it's free. He's like, but you're just paying for it twice because you're paying for it with your tax dollars and you're paying for it out of pocket when you buy it. And then you're paying for it again with your health. Yeah. And I was like, man, this guy really hit the nail on the head here. <laughs> so, so many individuals are walking around with pancreatic dysfunction. And, you know, one of the most intense stories that I have ever come across was an individual who passed away at 25 years old. And her her cause of death was alcoholism. And that was what the family said. And I was friendly with the family and I was just asking some questions because I've worked with people that have been alcoholics and they're 60 or 70 and they still are alive. And yeah, their liver is not in good shape and their kidneys are not in good shape. So it just seemed odd that alcoholism would cause someone to pass away at the age of 25. There had to been something more going on. And essentially, long story short, is when I was asking questions, it turned out that she was having seizures and they said that it was just associated with alcohol. And then I asked more questions, of course, and I was asking, you know, did you ever feel that she was drunk, but she was saying, no, I'm not, I'm not, I didn't drink today. They're like, oh yeah, all the time. And I was like, well, did you also find that sometimes she had this like fruity odor on her breath? And they're like, why are you asking that? She did. We always used to joke about like the fact that she drank fruity drinks and she's drinking like, you know, uh, tiki bar drinks in the middle of the day. And I just couldn't help but feel like was this an individual that had type 1 diabetes going into ketoacidosis when drinking alcohol that was totally undiagnosed and missed. And I'll never know that, but somebody should have dug deeper because that didn't add up. And and this is just one of the other catalysts to fueling our our desire to record this because this is happening left and right. You know, chronic stress causing chronic digestive issues, chronic blood pressure issues, chronic heart palpitations, you know, people joking about their dad or their grandpa having a beer belly when that's actually massive lymphatic backup that is then pushing into the heart and essentially a ticking time bomb for a heart attack or congestive heart failure. You know, people that are getting swelling in their legs and just wearing compression socks or, oh, I wear compression socks when I fly or they get really bad swelling in their legs when they're pregnant and not realizing like that's a major cardiovascular issue. That's a lymphatic issue. And if you're having chronic leg swelling to the point that you need to lift your legs up on a daily or weekly basis, you might be approaching congestive heart failure and not even know it. Yeah, it's, it's I wouldn't say it's sad, but it's kind of sad that society has been programmed 
to distract themselves from the pain with, like you were talking about when we got locked up, with alcohol, with you know different medications, with TV, with entertainment, with purchasing things. And all those distractions, you know, deter their awareness from the pain instead of realizing that the pain is just a beautiful gift. Like a feedback mechanism of swelling is a beautiful gift to give us awareness of actually what's actually being broken down and then to be able to reverse engineer that all the way back to the mental emotional connections that are attached with that organ system, with attached to that disease, with attached to that infection or toxicity, and to really be able to work on the body and the mind and to not just get somebody back into, quote unquote, being healthy, but to actually give them the opportunity to jump even further ahead in their life to be able to excel and to like just start truly living. You know, that's the gift of of symptoms and pain. It's not to try to try to mask. It's let's use this to actually empower us. Honestly, I think what you said is just massive because you're 100% right is we look at feedback as negative and we look at feedback as stressful. We look at feedback as Oh, just one more thing. And and this is all avenues. You know, we get a symptom in our body. It's an annoyance. How do I just get rid of this? How can I, you know, what can I do? Do I need a surgery? Do I need a pill? Like get the, I don't have time for this. And we lose the opportunity to learn the lesson, to grow, to become a bit more empowered in our health journey and our own bodily autonomy. And it's the same thing with even feedback from an individual. And this was something that uh, owning a business really hit the nail on the head for me was one of the major reasons why people leave companies or, or quit is because of lack of relevance. And that comes from either just never getting feedback from their boss. Because if you get feedback and it's good, obviously you feel... Um, you feel needed, you feel important, you feel like you're adding value. But then also, if you get negative feedback, you also now know where you stand and and do you have you have the opportunity to step up, grow, or you can say, not for me. And so it's just feedback is absolutely necessary for our own personal evolution. And we need to stop getting triggered. We need to we need to pause and and stop that emotional reaction or stop the idea of make it go away because you're perpetuating a very serious cycle. You're perpetuating your pain. And we all know that, you know, like you said, is we we seek the temporary relief and we seek the temporary relief in that entertainment, in sex, in a, a pill or, um, you know, a, a martini or even an online purchase. And you do it and it some people 20 minutes later you're you're back to square one or it's the next day and you're just like i still feel equally as shitty as i did and i'm a little poor <laughs> yeah, a little more poor so as we you know connect the circle here it's really about seeing that this is happening all around the world died suddenly and it's not something to be scared of. It's about, yeah, it's happening. 
and how can we actually best utilize this? A, for ourselves, because you have to serve yourself before you can give that amount of love and service to everyone else. So it's like, how can I use this information to better serve myself? Well, probably let's get some really good testing and get some data on where you are so that you can be in control of your future. And that second part to there is, you know, how can we increase a the awareness of how we got here once we understand how we got here we can make better decisions not to continue that cycle not to continue the process and then i would say the second part to that is let's and it's happening right now let's work on changing the systems that are governing us because everything that has happened to get us here we've allowed it. So the first thing is, you know, to put blame, but that doesn't change anything. All that does is disempowers ourselves because we're putting the blame on somebody else for what's happening to us. But we have to take responsibility for ourselves and in doing so that's going to change the systems that has been governing us because we will take back that self-governance and in doing so, we can actually create a good relationship between the governing entities around us and ourselves to getting that back into a state of balance instead of over-governance and no self-governance. You know, it's interesting because I feel like I've been hearing a lot on different platforms and it's going back to the phrase, we the people. And it's exactly what you're saying is that no one's saving us. No government, no new president, no corporation, no one is saving us. Unfortunately, most of the world is driven for profit. It's driven to make really rich people a lot richer. And there has been a lot of systems put in place to sacrifice the people. And we let it happen blindly. And a lot of it was marketed perfectly to us. You know, especially my grandmother, she lived in the Great Depression. When convenience foods came out, fast foods, frozen foods, oh my gosh, it was the best thing in the world to her. Because now she had an opportunity to not eat just bread for a year. No. Because that was her experience in the Great Depression. So you know, we, there were a lot of things that were marketed beautifully to us that we now are feeling the ramifications of. The same thing is going back to the government subsidization of, of sugar. And it's like poor families, low income families are going to go, they've been trained, oh, you can go to McDonald's and feed the whole family. And they're going to choose that over going and getting produce to cook for themselves or grow a garden to make their own food. And so, we did it and probably a lot of us enjoyed it <laughs> but now we have an era of depression anxiety obesity heart disease died suddenly and it's time to change it's time to go back to the basics and it's about understanding basic things about life and cutting the shit out with we got to hustle we got to hustle we got to achieve we got to we got to keep up with the joneses we got to have this we got to have that and you could have so many people have things and they're just still miserable they're miserable their relationships are garbage they're divorced their kids hate them and it's i'm not saying that's everyone but unfortunately it's just it's common 
And it's about just getting back to sitting on the porch with someone and having a good freaking conversation about getting in the kitchen and getting your hands dirty. And like, maybe you don't know how to cook, but who cares? Have fun with it. And, you know, stop distracting ourselves because it, it has been a massive compounding effect over years upon years upon years. And I think we all know it. We just don't want to admit it. But I think that we also, we don't realize the power that we have because we've been governed. And if all of us stood up and said no, what the fuck are they going to do? <laughs> but it's it's all about reconnecting with your neighbors. And, and I'm not saying just your neighbor's neighbors, but reconnecting with people and creating that that power in numbers and it's we the people that are going to change everything yep and it starts it starts in your household and then just allowing that to uh to grow and grow through every community and then you know we'll have the communities connected together and we'll we'll be back to enjoying our state of being as we the people i love it all right thanks guys we thank you so much for being an avid listener of Integrative You Radio, formerly known as Integrative Wellness Radio. We appreciate all of your support. We love your comments. Please visit us on social media as well as our website to see all of the fun things happening behind the scenes and the new amazing content and courses that is being rolled out on a monthly basis. We hope to see you there.